It's DTS 56, and we're going on board the Dreadnought this week. Gamescom is coming up soon. You're listening to Destiny the Show. Welcome, Guardians. What is up, everybody? My name is BBK Dragoon. Welcome to Destiny the Show, number 56. Joining me, as always, the excellent co-host, Diddy. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Finishing up school in the next couple weeks. Oh, finals? Yeah, finals and projects, and then I'll be done. Then a new semester? No. Done, done? Then I'll be done. Wait, what? Yep, I'll be done in a few weeks with college. What? I thought you had to. I thought it wasn't until like next Christmas. Nope. It's this year. Seriously? I'm serious. Then I'll be unemployed. Yes. No, 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 no. Dude, that's a huge deal. I didn't <laughs> see. I thought mentally forever. We talked about this. It's like it was supposed to be this Christmas, wasn't it? It was supposed to be last Christmas. And then what happened is my university um, adjusted my major into including a certain certification with my degree. And. Um, I could have walked last Christmas, but I decided, hey, it's just eight extra classes. I'll just do the certification anyways and graduate a little bit later this year. So that's what I did. Dude, congratulations. That's exciting. That's a surprise. Like for me, like, <laughs> man, very cool. Are you going to do anything to celebrate? Um, I don't know. I'll probably just go to dinner with my parents. Um, I'm not really going to traveled europe backpack across europe the andes mountains or whatever no nothing like that nothing huge yeah no, nothing huge just uh, something subtle nice well very cool what'd you do this week in terms of gaming i streamed some destiny trials and iron banner gameplay using no land beyond only oh very did, nice did not win a lot of games <laughs> but you uh, had fun but i had fun and that was the that was the plan all along that was the goal of the stream just to have fun playing destiny and ever since i've gotten the uh the galahorn i'm not motivated to do nightfalls <laughs> what so i mean now that i'm doing nightfalls i'm just like okay what legendary item am i going to get this time and it is always interesting to see because sometimes you know you'll get the fusion rifle for the 17th time and be like oh yeah that's actually a pretty good roll i'm going to keep that and once they buff fusion rifles i'll use it then are you talking about split shifter pro yes i think yeah. no not split shifter pro it's um the house of wolves one and I don't oh think it's i called, know it. yeah. it's um oh, i forget i forget but it's a low charge rate really high impact fusion mm-hmm. rifle if you get hidden hand and um accelerated coils on it it's really good nice well, I've been playing a bunch with Up the Ante, the legendary hand cannon that you can buy from the Crucible Quartermaster. Did a video for that on my channel because a lot of people have said, I don't have, you know, a Thorn, a Last Word, a Juju, a Red Death, whatever. What's a good, easy to get PvP weapon? I really like the gun. It's a nice little hand cannon. The default rolls that come with it from the Quartermaster are very below average. And if you re-roll it, you can get some good combos. But it's like, a, it is a not bad PvP hand cannon. You know, sometimes when you're doing like, reviews or playing with weapons that are like mid or low tier pvp stuff you just feel awkward like pvp is just not comfortable you feel really because you're used to like the killing power of what your main guns are right (laughs) exactly i didn't feel that way i felt pretty able with this gun i think up the ante is a nice little option i know a lot of people were pointing out that they like red hand nine the new monarchy hand cannon quite a bit and i've had i have that hand cannon too but it's like 
in PvP, it's the same kill shot counts, and Red Hand has a slower rate of fire. So I would just go with up the ante anyway. So that was my week. It was fun. I had a good time with Destiny this week. No Iron Banner. Sat it out, man. Not this time for me. But <laughs> yeah, the new gear. I didn't really try and grind for it because there's nothing that was I really wanted. Like the armor, the new armor looks 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 really looks cool. great. The rolls are meh. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, my issue. They I've already got great. my 100-100 builds on two of my classes, so I don't really need any more armor. Yeah, you're set. That was my non-motivating factor. I love the way it looks. That's always been the case with Iron Banner, but very rarely do they have a stat roll that beats out some of the gear that I already have, you know? Yeah. All right, let's hop into the news. News! First up is the weekly update, and... We're going to the Dreadnought. As they shouted out last week, we're getting to find out a lot of information about the Dreadnought, a lot of concept art, and a few in-game screenshots. Diddy, what was the overview from uh, this takeaway? Like, just let's hit the big bullet points. Do you want to start maybe with the new patrol stuff? Yeah, so new patrol area is the Dreadnought, right? It's supposed to be bigger than Mm -hmm. the current patrol missions, and they are, I'm scrolling down to the paragraph what, what real quick what is the dreadnought for somebody who's just tuning in like been the, out of the scene forever the dreadnought is um a hive ship that is it's oryx's ship oryx is the new raid boss in the taken king and uh, we killed his son crota so oryx is coming in with his ship the dreadnought and he's gonna try and kill us twister what if eris is the real raid boss and we've been played by her this whole time <laughs> crota was actually a nice guy oh and uh eris is working for or, uh oryx that would be, be weird because then be interesting the dad oryx would have had eris set up her to kill his son crota it's just confusing <laughs> sorry man i'm derailing this what about the new <laughs> patrol the new patrol so um ben the designer one of the lead designers for this new patrol area ben womack ben womack yep he says the dreadnought has its secrets you'll need to return again and again to solve them all uh, and acquire the rewards we created for doing so the hidden treasures and bosses waiting to be found it won't be apparent how to access them the first time you go exploring we've laid out a lot of breadcrumb trails though as you fight your way through the ship so if all the clues you're you're given face the challenges you can find and earn that sweet loot so new bosses in the patrol area and that's actually something new in terms of patrol areas that we haven't seen before world bosses which is really interesting and rewards related to those bosses or unrelated to those bosses and different than urzok you know if anybody (laughs) thinks of world bosses you might think of the bounties that we have with house of wolves or prior to that the dark below bounties did we have anybody else in the world other than urzok i know there was like the fist the hand the eye that kind of stuff right yeah and then with the introduction of house of wolves we have all of those wanted bounties for those Mm -hmm. guys those are just random uh, enemies that we can come across in patrol but no no really like bosses bosses, they're not really yeah I think this is something different. I'll read real quick. Ben Womack wrote up at the top here. We've created a new suite of mechanics and woven them into patrol mode. Every week, every day even, it will draw you back to fight through to its depths for loot and glory. Expect to find new bounties, patrol missions, and public events both large and small, some of which you can even instigate yourself if you can discover how. You brought up in the pre-show almost like an Indiana Jones-type puzzle where you, like, stand on a floor switch and, like, knock on the wall and, 
you know, there's probably going to be some puzzle elements here, you think? Yeah, or along the same lines of Indiana Jones, you pick up the loot from that chest and all of a sudden this world boss <laughs> drops down and just like, I'm going to kill you, you better run or you better fight me or something like that. It's a rolling servitor ball and you got to, <laughs> I think I've made this joke before, but whatever. I still love that. <laughs> it's a giant shank. Run. <laughs> oh my gosh. And you have just a Fogoth style ogre just picking up the servitor balls, throwing them at you. Oh, that'd be sweet. Oh gosh. <laughs> Taking servitors are like <laughs> grenades and he just throws them at you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I took the pessimistic stance. You took an optimistic stance on this. The way I view it is it's going to be a big patrol and it's going to have secrets and we're going to find those secrets. And in my brain, my pessimistic side is I'm thinking this is probably going to be like two weeks where we're discovering these new things and then after those two weeks go by we figured out how to get the chests how to do the puzzle chests by the way like rewards that you want in patrol that's a new concept altogether right like there's nothing really in patrols that we i mean the golden chests from you know level one to 20 but those really never dropped anything good you know i mean they drop stuff that you kind of needed at those low levels but once you get to level 20 it's just like if you miss those chests then you don't really need that loot anymore no, there's a lot of people getting the, the Laura Prima or whatever the name of that emblem is, having to go back and do the, the <laughs> chests, you know? So back to my pessimistic view, I don't think it's going to be as grandiose as we think of it in our head. You know, long ago, it was like DTS 33 or something. We talked about the wild. Where I think it was 32, actually. 32. I like went this back and listened to it again. <laughs> open world experience in Destiny that's really like almost an entirely new side of the game. I think this is still going to feel like a patrol. Maybe a bigger patrol. The secrets are going to be cool. I am curious to see how they execute bosses in a patrol. And when they say the new public events, both large and small, um, that would be nifty to see if we needed a lot of Guardians to actually do a public event. Because right now you could probably complete a public event. Some of them you can do by yourself. Some of them you need like two people to take care of. So I think it's going to be impressive. I don't think it's going to be where we want to see open world and destiny go prior to destiny Two, though we're probably not going to see that open world concept we've discussed on the show a bunch but what do you think about this i think for those of us who are already max level i think this new patrol mission they say in the weekly update that this patrol area is no longer easy mode and um, I'm going to anticipate that not to be true for those of us who are already max level because this new patrol area is going to have enemies maybe in the uh, high 20s, low 30s, and that's going to be along the same lines of where we are in yeah. terms of our gear and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not anticipating it to be too difficult and too drastic than what it sounds like initially, but I'm, I really, really want... It sounds like they're adding like more puzzles to patrols in terms of the public events like you have to unlock some of them like some of them you can you don't have to wait at uh the divide for or not the divide what's it called um is it it's the divide where the no i don't know the one where the fallen walker comes in on the cosmodrome oh yeah i yeah, forget that, that area so. sometimes you just have to wait there for 15 minutes for the fallen walker to spawn in that's not going to happen all the time in the dreadnought you're going to be able to i'm going to press this button and all of a sudden, there's a swarm of enemies coming out. Like, there's a there's a faction of Fallen or t- Taken saying, you press the wrong button, you better run. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That actually is a good point. The instigating a public event, that is a positive step in the right direction instead of sitting in an area waiting for it to occur. Yeah, because it makes players more proactive in the environment. 
they showed off the art contest winners or, you know, some of the art contest winners from Destiny's Year 1 art contest. There's a lot of great pieces here. You can check out the link to the weekly update on Bungie's website over on uh, or over on DestinyTheShow.com. We've got all the links from today's discussion there. And man, some incredible cosplay, some beautiful artwork. How about that one Ghosts by Zerahawk, the warlock that's like leaning down to pick up the dead ghost out of the sand? Yeah, that looks really cool. It's it's great to see the community creations that people put together. Somebody made an actual 3D shank, squishy down, made a real life, you know, 3D shank that you could put on your desk or whatever. Really cool. Some (laughs) film even, you know? Yeah, I'm looking at this Hunter cosplay uh, by handsome fred 94 that's got the thorn he's got the ghost and i'm just gonna do do, be a little nitpicky he has an exo face that's not actually a helmet so when maybe he's at the tower bro exactly when you're at the tower and you don't have a helmet on you don't have your hood up yeah well that's inaccurate mm. (laughs) well what if it's taken king bro he's got inside info oh hey taken king you can uh, wear your hoods without helmets in social spaces (laughs) that'll be a weekly update (laughs) that'll be like an entire weekly update okay and then later they talked about cheating there was a band hammer that went out and Real quickly, uh, the ban hammer was for people cheating, uh, no doubt. But they're talking about lag switchers and people doing network manipulations. I'm going to quote here from Deej. I think Deej wrote this week's update, not Cosmo. But we are committed to protecting destiny against cheaters. Enjoy your game. Just play it fair. That's all we ask for. Cheating will not be tolerated. The destiny community is a part of the process. Your finest weapons in the fight against cheaters are the reporting tools built right into the game. Submit a report when and where you detect detect shenanigans. Shaming your offenders in a video might feel good, but it doesn't factor into our process for passing down a guilty verdict. And it might get you in trouble with the moderators of your favorite Guardian Clubhouse. Issue a report. We're watching and monitoring so they said also that they banned hundreds that was the the word they used was hundreds so it's a little bit surprised there it wasn't thousands because this week alone i've got a lot of recorded footage of it three separate occurrences of very blatant lag switching and it's very easy to build a lag switch i mean it's pretty easy to detect we came from the halo days and it's been around since then you know yeah, it's kind of crazy to think that you can still do this on the Xbox One, but it's yeah. possible. Peer-to-peer. So, ran into it quite a bit, and I, th- I think it's also interesting that they say shaming your offenders in a video um, might feel good, but doesn't factor into the process. So, if you run into somebody who's cheating or suspected of cheating, use the in-game reporting system. Don't make a giant Reddit post about it. Don't make a video about <laughs> it. And this actually went out to some of, the, I think, the bigger community members, because Gathalian put out a video of him getting just totally... There was a trials team they faced that was obnoxiously cheating. And, you know, in a lot of ways, it brings the issue to light to many community members going, oh, wow, lag switching is a thing. And maybe that guy that (laughs) I couldn't shoot ever during that match wasn't just having a bad connection, but might have been manipulating the connection. It brings that to light, but also at the same time, shaming them, it says publicly doesn't really matter. So I don't know if it's worth bringing that point up. Your thoughts? I think in terms of the public shaming, I mean, Bungie has ways of looking at things on the back end to see how players' connection connects to their servers. I say servers because it's not dedicated servers, but you know what I mean, connects to their game. Uh, they know they can recognize patterns in with cheaters, and then they can use that pattern and detect multiple cheaters across multiple platforms across the world so they can find those people without the public shaming videos, so... 
I think that's what they mean by it doesn't factor into their judgment process. And the last bit of the weekly update was Gamescom, which is happening August 6th through the 9th. Bungie's going to be there. The Taken King's going to be there with a brand new build. Keep your eyes peeled for the new information that we're going to be getting. Our weekly update is apparently going to be chock full of information and stuff that they're going to be talking about at Gamescom. Very excited. Diddy, what do you think? Anything? Like, new maybe uh, to be honest i don't think we'll see anything cinematic or from the story missions or from the raid or the strikes or anything i think we're just going to see updated uh crucible in terms of the weapon foundries specifically the Hachka, oh yeah that's how yeah. we pronounce it now uh the new weapon foundries they'll probably introduce that into the crucible rotation for gamescom uh, maybe a new trailer will come out, a Gamescom trailer, um, but I don't really think we're going to get something substantial or concrete. Yep. Shoutouts actually to Snout and everybody else who tweeted us, uh, tweeted us last week about how to pronounce Haka. How do you say Haka? <laughs> you need a little bit of phlegm. Haka. H-A-H dash K-A-H. That's how... Um, I th- yeah, yeah, K-U-H, yeah. yeah. That's how uh, I think Deej tweeted more console about yeah, the pronunciation. So I was saying Haka. It's not that. You guys don't ever have to hear me <laughs> say that again. Why don't we hop into today's topic? Salvaged relic data is now decrypted. Not of consequence. Evening, Guardian. Earn your honor, Guardian. Titan survey data requested by... Bank We're going to be talking about a Reddit post that the author deleted his profile. This happened about a week ago. So... <laughs> Uh, The title is Big Things Are Coming for the Taken King and Destiny 2.0, Rumors and Speculation. So here's the deal. The author is claiming to have inside information about Destiny, the Taken King, and Year 2. And this is, you know, a big bullet point list of quote-unquote leaked rumory stuff. But, as always, huge disclaimer at the front of this, it's probably not true, and none of this is verified. The guy deleted his profile, but, I mean, if history serves correct, did he, do you remember the Dark Below leaks and the House of Wolves leaks? Mm-hmm. And all the Xur leaks Yeah, as well. and about all of that turned out to be pretty true. It was, it was mostly accurate. Mostly. Yeah, so I think we can take a realistic standpoint on some of these bullet yeah, points. Yeah, and just talk about them. Some of them make really good talking points and discussion for the community, even if they're not true. So... Now for the information, and I quote the post, I'd quote the author, but I don't know his name because he deleted his profile. <laughs> I do know if you've been on Destiny Reddit for a while, Mega Man, XE, EXE, yeah. he did all the Zer predictions and he was like 95% accurate yep. most of the time. Uh, it wasn't anything to do with Mega Man, so that was the username. Yeah. I just, that's it's all I It's not a Mega Man post. <laughs> okay, Bungie is currently working on a Clans 2.0 in which you and your clan mates may be able to give each other buffs in-game. These possibly earned through meeting certain clan requirements. So this is a concept that has been around in other games, like Call of Duty, back when they introduced their big clan system. If you had clans of a certain size, you would get in-game bonuses, emblems, that kind of stuff. In WoW, the same is true. If you have a clan that like reaches a certain size, you get XP buffs or gold buffs that go out to everybody in the clan. Um, I think it could totally happen. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you could... I don't know. I'm just... This is just what I would think that we could add or Bungie could add uh, a vendor in the tower and it, he's just like your clan librarian so any raid gear that your clan earns you can just stuff it in the library and any one of your other clan mates can pick up that gear because your clan earned it that's probably a really stupid idea but that's what i think of yeah 
Up next is Cade Six and Zavala, the Hunter and Titan Vanguard, both play big roles in the Taken King. Not quite sure how they will be incorporated, though. Is Cade Six Nathan Fillion? Yes. Oh my gosh, that would be sweet. Please. Please. <laughs> Sorry, whoever the voice actor Commander, of Zavala is. I'm sure you're great. Commander too. Zavala, I think he voiced someone in Halo. Probably. Um, most likely, but I, he's he's well known. Like, as, if I told you which character he played, you'd be like, oh yeah, duh. Yeah. Artifacts are in fact not going to be relics, but something completely different. Quoted, they're going to be much cooler, giving Guardians new effects and new ways to play. End quote. Well, that's vague and not very helpful, but artifacts are a new slot that are in the equipment page, like down near the shader, isn't it? Or it's like right below your, your armor, like your feet. Your armor. class item, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's going to be something in addition to the class armor, I think. Yep. So, I don't know. Nothing much to say there. There will be three separate bosses in the Dreadnought raid, as seen in the trailers. The big guys that stand out. Well, I mean, that's probably a safe assumption since most raids have about three tiers. Yeah. But if they, Bungie is claiming the raid to be bigger and longer, maybe we could see more than three bosses. Wings! Raid wings that release over time. Please do that. WoW does that. Okay. Something that sounds very exciting, the land tanks from Cabal will be seen much more throughout the quest line. Hinted that they will be usable in the quests. So think of a scorpion tank from Halo. I actually think this is 100% possible. Like, you think about scorpion tanks from Halo. Those missions, like, incredible in Halo 3 when it's like hop on, or Halo 2 when you get to hop on in them, or Halo 1. Like, they are a staple kind of Halo mission, you know? Yeah, exactly. And if they allow us to do the what if, the the Cabal, God, I just totally blanked on their name. The Cabal tanks, <laughs> then why not the Fallen tanks, the Fallen Walkers? Like, let's let's use all oh, of them. Oh yeah, <laughs> you actually can't move in those, Diddy. <gasps> oh, you just have to stand there. That really big Shank boss we see in the one of the trailers. What if we get to pilot it? <laughs> You could just get to fly around in this big-ass shank. Aircraft would break the game (laughs) so hard. That would be cool, though. Uh, The Cabal, even though they are being hunted and taken, they are still not going to be an ally in the main quest line. They will, in fact, turn to shoot at you, just as they do in any other patrol or mission. So again, I can draw a reference from Halo when the Flood are fighting uh, the Covenant. You're still an enemy of the Covenant at certain points in the campaign. You know, you haven't been buddy-buddied, so you might be fighting two groups of enemies at the same time. They're not going to bro up with you just because they don't like being taken either, you know? Yeah. The new taken abilities of Cabal, Fallen, and Vex and Hive are all going to be mirrors of supers or close to them. For example, Dregs will put up bubble shields just like a Defender Titan would. They will be used to count used to counter certain supers of Guardians. Sorry, that was a horrible sentence read by me. That's a unique idea where basically they're talking about the taken enemies and their new abilities. Uh, I could see that. I could see them having super-esque abilities where they actually do put up bubbles, but I couldn't see them doing something aggressive like throwing a Nova Bomb. Maybe. Maybe some bosses would be able to do like an aggressive Nova Bomb or Golden Gun type ability. And I mean, that's really interesting because that changes a lot of PvE mechanics because if I'm throwing a Nova Bomb and then all of a sudden a Thrall summons a Defender Bubble, uh uh-oh. (laughs) smarter enemies that i mean i would like that certainly rather than we made them one level higher than you and they do more damage (laughs) i I want more mechanics obviously we want more things that are i've brought this up a ton on the show skull loss fight they make you do a ton of stuff in that fight you're constantly juggling stuff it's a fun fight 
because of that. I don't know. My two cents. The Dreadnought Patrol will be much larger and contain much more than normal patrols, hiding treasures and secrets that will take months to figure out, a planet in itself but larger. You know what's unique about that, Diddy? We talked about that in the weekly update. Bungie wrote about exactly those two sentences in this weekly update. So, I mean, there's a little validity score for this yeah, post exactly. right there. Saturn will not be explorable, as I really hoped it might have been even a little bit. Uh, ship exploration of some sort. Um, I mean, the Dreadnought is in orbit like, yeah. around Saturn, right? We know that. In, in the, the rings, rings around yeah. Saturn. And obviously Saturn doesn't have a physical mass to land on, but it does have moons. It does have the rings. It does... I would... That would be really cool if we could, like, actually pilot our ships through the gassy giant to get to some other part or some other moon. Um, but that probably won't be playable. But that would be really cool. Yeah. Bungie is working on a new form of ascending for year two that I couldn't be told too much about. Stated, it is too complicated to explain, but it will be similar to the current form of ascending that we know already. I assume, from what they said, it meant that they could not go deeper into detail about it at this time. It will also have a way to customize yourself to be different than other Guardians, possibly shaders for guns. By the way, every time I'm saying I, listeners, I'm just quoting this this article here, so I'm not saying myself personally, obviously. Ascending in year two. I think ascending is a mechanic that I would call a catch-up mechanic. Where at the end of year one, they've basically made it very easy for folks to get to the max level. If you remember back in Vanilla Destiny, getting to level 30 was an accomplishment. (laughs) There's a ton of level 29s. A ton of them. I never hit 30. I was a 29. Like, so many people would vault of glass so much just to try to get that last piece that they needed to get to level 30 and it was a big deal to be level 30 getting to level 32 in the dark below was a bit easier but it was still a challenge it still took time but it was still like in the mid section of the difficulty curve level 30 the hardest level 32 the medium and then level 34 in my opinion and i'm not trying to offend viewers i think it's a total joke how easy it was i got to level 34 in a day and a half And then later that week, I got my second character to 34. And then the next week after the reset, I had all three characters 34. And you were the same way. Like, you had the same thing. I could have had all three characters done the first day. It's absolutely true. Yeah. I I could have done it. But uh, on the PlayStation, I'm I'm still level 31 because um, I don't have three characters to do all of the activities with, to get all that etheric light, to get all that new gear. But... It yeah. is it is easier than it was in Vanilla Destiny. You were right. I mean, in Vanilla Destiny, you needed uh, an exotic and three pieces of raid armor. And that was hard to come by because there's only one raid. And if you didn't have three characters at at least level 29, then you couldn't get some of that armor pieces. And it took you a long time to get to max level. Yeah. And I think my point here is with the Taken King, I would bet it's going to be a bit harder to get to max level during the first six months of that'll be really nice oh i agree for those of us who are already max level because i don't want to be done with this game in the first two weeks yeah or this expansion and if it takes me months to get to max level yeah that is something i will definitely grind for every single week like i need to do the raid again i need to do the new strike i need to do the nightfalls again 
Yeah. And again, Hell I'll, yeah. there's a comparison here to World of Warcraft where at the end of an expansion's life cycle in World of Warcraft, they have different patches, right? They make it easier to get geared up the longer it's been out. It's not true with all expansions, but as a general consensus, when you're on the last patch of an expansion, it's pretty easy to complete your legendary quest line. It's pretty easy to get geared up to a higher item level than it was at the beginning of an expansion. It's a catch-up kind of mechanic, and that's the way I see ascending. So very curious to see how that plays out. Now, here we go. Destiny 2.0 will be a completely new game. And they're talking about Destiny 2. We're not talking about the Taken King. We're not talking about Year 2 of Destiny. We're talking about Destiny 2. The guy in the post says, Destiny 2, The Shattered Suns, is planned to release on September 2016. You will still be using your current characters. It will focus heavily on Osiris and his endeavors as he is the main quest giver in the game. A new form of enemy is said to be in development, possibly Ahamkara. Couldn't get a straight answer from anyone on that. Mercury is also supposed to be a big player in Destiny 2, The Shattered Suns, the main area in which the Guardian will explore. Bungie has also hired on Hollywood writers for the story of this game as well. A new voice for the ghost is also being implemented. Bungie apparently stated that they are not going to continue with DLCs, but instead release free raids, planets, etc. throughout time. They will only be continuing with the main games after the Taken King and its successor DLCs. So to clarify, the Taken King is coming out September. It's rumored that we're going to have two more DLCs prior to Destiny 2. And that would follow the same cycle as the first year of Destiny. If you remember, we got the Dark Below in December and we got House of Wolves in May. The fact that they talk about successor DLCs, those are not confirmed, guys. Nothing is confirmed after the Taken King. So it's rumored we've seen a screenshot and that screenshot is what gave away the Taken King. So it's a pretty good bet. But that's a very interesting post. What do you think about that, Diddy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it would be awesome about no future DLCs and just focusing on the major expansions. I mean, it would be typical Activision fashion because we've seen that with Call of Duty, yearly installments and whatnot. Um, and I think it would be good for a game like Destiny, to be completely honest. Um, in terms of the uh, the new game currently titled The Shattered Suns, Destiny 2 The Shattered Suns, um, yes, it if Osiris is the main quest giver, it would make so much sense that Mercury is the place, the main place that we're going to go. And we've already seen Mercury. Mercury is already in the game, you know, albeit it's only the lighthouse, right? Yeah. But at the lighthouse, there are places for vendors to be There's doorways stationed. that are blocked off. There's doorways that are blocked off. And oh, man, it's just like... Why would the lighthouse only be there for flawless trials runs? Right? Oh yeah, it's uh, it's totally a hint. They didn't just build that zone there. It's it's a hint. And even if you explore Mercury, you can go down below and see research. You know, in that hidden area below. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a total and teaser. The new enemy in development, Ahamkara, aren't Ahamkara like dragons? Big, big, bony because things. Yeah, we have the claws of Ahamkara. Yeah, Ahamkara's spine for in terms of exotic armor pieces. I uh, something. Oh, could you imagine fighting a dragon? Oh my gosh. Well, Riding a are, dragon. Dragon mounts. <laughs> dragon mounts. Oh my I'm going gosh. off the rails. What if you can, if you can befriend the dragons <laughs> it's and like fight other dragons <laughs> with your dragon? 
Oh, oh my no. gosh. But okay, okay. Free DLCs, okay? That doesn't sound... Anybody listening is like, that's crazy. They wouldn't do that. No, I think the inference here, everybody, is that Destiny 2 would be a subscription service. There's absolutely no way Bungie would give out raids, planets, overtime. Any game company has to make money back. And Destiny originally was going to be a subscription game, and they decided against that and opted with the current model that we have now, which is basically a subscription model hidden in a different form. If you think about how much you've paid for year one, you know, you bought the main game and then you paid what was the season pass, $30, $35. I can't remember. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I you paid about $100 for... 25 35 100 yeah. bucks for year one of Destiny. And you're paying 60 for the base game and then after that it's a bit of a subscription fee. So when it says we're going to, you know, release free raids, planets, and more over time, it makes me think Destiny 2 would be a subscription service. Again, not confirmed. I would love that. I think I've said that here on the show. I would love Destiny to be a subscription service. Do away with the convoluted marketing system that is we're going to release three or four expansions each year because it does it angers the consumer they think you know instead of spacing it out in paying for a service of updates and sustaining maintenance they're just buying little packs over and over again when you have a subscription service you have the leeway to do things like dedicated servers the other thing it puts too is pressure on the developer to ensure a very optimal play experience, like a sustaining play experience. If it's not worth the player, like their money, they're going to unsubscribe. So it's pressure on the developer to ensure that between big releases, the game stays up to date, that there is enough for the player to do to commit to whatever it is. You know, WoW is $15 a month. Final Fantasy fourteen, I think, was $12 a month. I don't know what it would be with Destiny, but that's my two cents. Um, the last thing here in the post is, finally, as a bonus... There's not going to be trading implemented into the game ever. And this is a quote. Activision got sent a letter regarding what not to do on an MMORPG from Blizzard. And trading was on that list. Also, there's no sixth chest in in the Vault of Glass or has only been known by a small group of people in the studio. It's just a bluff to keep us occupied for the Taken King, most likely. So that last post, I think you can probably say whatever. Total wash. I don't I don't think Activision sent a letter. <laughs> you know? Blizzard sent a letter. Blizzard sent a letter to Activision saying, Don't do trading. Say, it doesn't say when they received that um, letter because Blizzard could have been like, Wow, Destiny came out and they're doing everything wrong. So let's send them a letter. That could have been Yeah, right. <laughs> that could have been the deal, but yeah. <laughs> maybe not. And um, the six chests and vault of glass. I think that's just an inside joke for the. Uh, no, the I want to believe in it. I want to believe in it. I believe it's in uh, there. We just there are so many it. people. There's like a, there's a subreddit dedicated to it, like raid secrets. I think it's called. And man, there are so many things. Like maybe it could be over here. Maybe if you jump on this panel, kill this many enemies, but three of them have to be precision kills. The others have to be bodies. Then the chest will spawn in this open door. There's just so many tinfoil hat conspiracy theories over there. It's awesome. Dude, look at Ocarina of Time. Like, how how much the community discovered about that game from speedrunning 10 years later. Okay, so it, it might exist. Maybe I'm going off on a rant. I liked this post because it gave us things to discuss. The idea of Destiny doing away with expansions, like small expansions like Dark Below, House of Wolves, in favor of just big ones and maybe a subscription service, that's interesting. Supers, having the Taken King, like, or Taken enemies use supers, that's a pretty cool idea. So overall, I would say that this will probably have some things that are true and other bits that are just garbage because 
trading could occur down the road, but not trading on the scale that we think about. Like, there's no way you would trade a Yalahorn or exotic tier to another player. It would break the game. Like, that is your... <laughs> That's why a lot of people continue to play. And they're not going to take the carrot on the end of the stick and say you can give that to your friend. Or at least I don't think so. I don't know. Your thoughts? No. I mean, I really enjoyed reading through this post because some of it, like you said, yeah, that's not going to happen. But others, it's just like, oh, that's actually a really cool idea. But what about this? And it gets you thinking about different aspects of the game and what could be improved upon. Because like the the Dreadnought, they just talk about the Dreadnought. And they talked about the Dreadnought in the weekly update. And we're just like, yes, I want more of that information. And that's what this post is. I really enjoyed it. Especially when they talk about Destiny 2, the Shattered Suns. Oh, man. Note to Bungie, if you're listening, don't call it Destiny 2, the Shattered Suns. Like, get rid of the number. I hate that. You know, like so that? annoying. I hate the numbers in sequels. Like, it's just it's just annoying. It might just be Destiny, the Shattered Suns. Who knows? Oh, my gosh. That would be awesome yeah. because this is Destiny, the Taken King. And I just, like, that makes, that's a lot. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. It's not World of Warcraft 2, the Burning Crusade. <laughs> anyway, where can people find your content, man? Twitter.com slash DiddyDTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. We also have a new Facebook page, right? Yes, it's Facebook.com slash Destiny the Show. Thank you for putting that together. I appreciate it. Check out our friends over at DestinyTracker.com, the best stat tracking site on the internet for Destiny. You can see everything from your playtime, PvE stats, PvP stats, Iron Banner stuff, Trials of Osiris. It's pretty cool. You can check us out at DestinyTheShow.com for all the links from today's show and more. Follow us at DestinyTheShow. We appreciate your tweets. We're running out of time with these long shows, but we will get an It Came From Twitter in here soon. You can follow me at BBKDragoon or on YouTube.com slash BBKDragoon. Have a great week. Watch Gamescom. There's going to be some cool stuff shown.